So listening to today's gospel, Jesus is giving quite the, uh, the scathing tongue-lashing to the scribes and the Pharisees. Why is that? <laughs> That'll throw you off hearing your own voice during Mass. Um, <laughs> we hear... We hear in today's gospel this, this tongue-lashing of the Pharisees. And what Jesus is calling out is not saying, you're doing it wrong. But what he is saying is, you're definitely not doing it right. I've described kind of the catechesis of the Catholic Church. It's a lot like going to a really fancy dinner. There's a lot of different forks and knives special spoons, little tools that you never really even know what they actually do, but you know they're supposed to be there. Each liquid sauce, everything has its own specific plate. There's all kinds of things that you're supposed to do, that it's the right way of going about it. Sometimes we're so focused on making sure that all the forks and knives and everything is so perfect, we forget the event that we're actually attending. We forget what it is that we are there to actually be a part of and actually do. And this is something I found myself kind of falling into and guilty of early on in seminary. You go through all these classes where they teach you the right way to do everything. Right? At least that's what they say they're teaching you. And it's the way that everybody else does it, and it's the only way to go about doing it. Except the reality is it gets done millions of different ways every day. Variations on a theme of hoping to do it right. But it doesn't always go that way. And I remember early in in seminary formation, sitting and watching things as simple as just how the altar gets set, or how they go about going up to do their readings, or all those things that you watch during Mass rather than pray, right? You don't have to stifle the laughter. I know we all do it. I do it too when I'm sitting in Mass. And the reality is that we kind of, we miss what it is that we're here to actually be a part of, and we become very critical kind of doing almost in our mind this play-by-play of what's going on during Mass. And now the deacon brings the cruets over to the altar. Oh, he missed that one. Way more than a splash of water. It's not the Olympic Games. It's prayer. It's not chemistry where something will blow up if you do it wrong. But rather, as long as we are doing it with loving intention and realizing why we are here, that is what the point of this is. To be fed. I've had the gift and and blessed opportunity to be a manager for many years of my life before I got into seminary. Starting off in customer service and then working in restaurants for a number of years worked my way into banking, and I did management within that. And I learned that as I'm people, the natural desire 
when you're overseeing is to want to control, right? This is kind of what we all want to do. If I'm in charge, I want you to do it my way, right? As we are stewards and disciples called to live out this apostolate, this calling to go forth into the world, it's a different type of management. It's not about your way anymore. It's about the way of God. It's about the way of love. It's about the way in which we seek to be involved in relationship with this beautiful divine choreography that's going on around us in its perfection in the liturgy and in our cooperation of how do we live it when we go out there. Today is the feast day of the beheading of John the Baptist. I got a thing for John. I love John. John is a puzzling saint within scripture, both saint and prophet wears more than a few hats. In the Eastern tradition, he's always depicted with these wings of an angel, not because of his form, but rather because of his function to bring goodness into the world, to direct people to Christ, to be a facilitator of relationships. That phrase, facilitator of relationships, it means being involved in those relationships. People ask all the time, what do you do as a priest? And my simple loving response is, I facilitate relationships. They're like, what? You're a matchmaker? No. (laughs) No, but my job is to make relationships easier. If you're having a hard time in your relationship with God, I want to help you out in that endeavor. If you're struggling with your relationship, perhaps with a partner, I want to help y'all work out that conflict. Perhaps, let's learn new ways to communicate. Let us learn ways to recognize how others communicate. And ultimately, what we're seeking to do is to really be that profuse language of love at all times, which is, in fact, listening. So that we may learn. And so that we may be transformed. And so, my friends, as we find ourselves here on this Sunday... As those words of Scripture ring within our ears, may we be ever mindful, not just to look the part. I could sleep in a garage every night that doesn't turn me into a car. Just because I show up to church doesn't make me a Christian. Am I doing the work? Am I sharing the love? Am I living out mission? And my friends, if we find ourselves kind of spinning in that figuring out what that call is, you're in the right place. As we bring all those prayers forward from our hearts, as we pray for the needs of the church, the world, may we be mindful that within our own hearts that we need to kind of stoke those gifts of the Holy Spirit. Piety, awe of the Lord, wisdom, fortitude, understanding, counsel, and knowledge. And by allowing those gifts that kind of inflame within us, we may be those same facilitators of relationships, illuminators of the world before us, and purveyors of the love of God. And in doing so, we bring about the kingdom of God here and now. Peace be with all of you all on this Sunday. 
May our hearts be filled with that love of God, and may we share it with each and every person that we encounter. Amen.